Seltzer Kings Podcasts. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where guys who started watching Sex and the City are back, baby. And now we're talking about it just like that. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. And we gather here today mm. on an important memorial, season two of uh, of and just, just like, like that. that. Just when we thought we could, we thought we could escape. We thought we could get out of the SATC universe. Mm-hmm. We're sucked back into the beautiful vortex. We've been pulled back in to the multiverse, the Marvel world that is. And just like that. for We may have some new listeners. We may have some people that have been waiting for us to pod for a while because we've basically taken a few months off and we'll explain more about that. But if you're new to the podcast, in 2016, we got some microphones together. Yeah, holy fuck. Was it that long ago? It was, it was, it was 2016 or 2017 the first one came out like six months after we started recording but it was that long ago yeah and uh we were three guys watching sex in the city for the first time ever mostly and um we went through everything we've had on Kristen davis we've Mm -hmm. had on sarah jessica parker Mm -hmm. we had on willie garson r.i.p uh which was an amazing episode that we did um i think during covid i think we were able to get him on zoom during covid yeah we had him on zoom during covid we also had amy harris original writer for sex in the city on zoom during covid we had on the original the very first director damn it what was her name she was our first big guest um she is a kiwi she's a kiwi allison mclean Allison McLean. also she directed the first few episodes yep so you know we're not we're not here it's not a competition but we're just we're one of the we're one of the greatest pods of all time. Well, it's not a competition, but we've this got, is one of the greatest podcasts of all time. We've got OG status. And by OG status, we mean the only great podcast around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, do I have Sarah Jessica Parker's phone? Have I texted her before? Yes. Did Sarah ha- Jessica Parker. Has she texted me back? Sometimes she has. Sometimes she hasn't. (laughs) Sometimes she hasn't read the text. Exactly. Did she walk out of the stage door of the play she was doing on Broadway in Manhattan and run to a car and run past the entire crowd? Yes. But did she stop and make eye contact with us and say, oh, my gosh, I will write you guys back? Yes, she also did. Oh, my gosh. The Bradshaw boys. Oh, my gosh. It's the Bradshaw boys. We had Candace Bushnell on. Yes. Yeah. And um, and all that to say that if you're new to our podcast, we just want to give our little resume so that um, you enjoy these episodes because we're going to be watching through all of them just like that. We're going to be having on some guests mm-hmm. and um, and we have one member that is not here. That is true. When we when we started this, you said we were three guys watching Sex and the City for the first time ever. Mostly right now we're two guys. I just thought how sad it would be if all with that enthusiasm. Then we had to be like, uh, John passed away a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we just couldn't, we we couldn't not do the pod. The tridemic got John. <laughs> he got, what was it? Uh, John got RSV. John got R- RSV. But the he, worst kind of He RSV. got measles, mumps, and rubella. <laughs> um this is this is the crazy state of the the world and why we haven't been doing podcasts for the past six months yes. is that um 
is that uh, John is our boss now. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, we all work for the same company now. Some family updates right now. Yeah. um, Basically, uh, there's a company. I've been teaching chess in New York for the past 11 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, our company is expanding. And it's called Storytime Chess. And you can look us up. But that is a company that John started. Uh, like 13 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I've been in uh, working for them, like kind of in a, uh, what's the word? Like contract status. You, you like, were an independent contractor, but yeah. you've been with the company for 10 years as a chess tutor. Yeah, as them. a chess tutor. And uh, now I have like a, a more like serious job position. That's why you're wearing glasses. That's why I'm wearing glasses. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the, I'm, I have blue light glasses now for my Zooms, <laughs> for my professional Zooms. You don't want your eyes to go bad. And uh, and we needed to hire a media director and we looked all around New York City. Mm. We we put out thousands and thousands of resumes for uh, the head of our media department. We combed LinkedIn and Indeed. And we and then we're like, wait, hold on. I know someone in media. Mm. And, and who did we hire? We hired me. Kai, Corey Cavan. Kai Corey Cavan. Kai Corey Cavan. Kai, 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 Kai Corey Cavan. We hired me. I got a text from John back in december when uh, all of this was starting to pop off and he just said hey what would you think about leaving your current job to come work for me and do media for storytime chess chess at three the chess tutoring company that i'm running um so yeah so we all so literally anyone that's listened to this podcast and been like man kevin and Corey are train wrecks but john keeps this thing together (laughs) well John is literally our boss. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime you've heard us just go on a riff that goes way too long, imagine that being business spreadsheets and capital, and there's just part of the spreadsheet that's all gifts. That's me and Kevin. John is the one that actually gets it together and gets it back on track. But, but, but Kevin, Kevin keeps it funny and interesting. And I make sure there's a video of the spreadsheet. That's what happened. There you go. I got, we had, we had like a, we had an all hands meeting the other day and I got a pretty big laugh and I was just like, all right, I still have my, I may have a full-time job now, but I'm still a comic at I'm funny guy in the office. <laughs> I'm the funny guy at the yeah. office. I did have, uh, I had to do a presentation at the all hands meeting. I did have people come up to me after and be like, I gotta say yours was the funniest presentation. Yes. I was, like, was there the most data? No. <laughs> Were there references to tool time and mm-hmm. Tim Taylor and home improvement? Yes, multiple. Uh, so that that's the state of things. If yeah. if you have also uh, this podcast has been brought to you. We have two sponsors. Two sponsors. The most important one being Storytime Chess. Look us up. We teach chess to three year olds. That's right. Starting three. Look up the game. John and I have been a part of uh, of creating this game and this uh, universe and world for 12 or 13 years now. And uh, we kind of keep it close to the vest, but not anymore because we're expanding massively. And this is one of the coolest ways to teach your kids chess. Yep. And um, we also have a bunch of games coming out um, this year that we'll talk about by the end of these episodes. So get on our website, storytimechess.com. And if you have kids or if you want gifts for anyone who's three, four, five, six, seven, incredible characters. It's basically like if you want to teach your kids chess through using Pixar characters, Mm -hmm. it's our whole like universe. And, um, and I don't know, was that a good way of explaining it? It was a good way of explaining it. The other thing that I will say, and part of the reason, listen, if you're an, if you're a new listener, you're probably like, what the hell is this podcast? Why am I listening to these guys talk about their jobs? But if you are, and, and, and I'll say this because you could learn how to play chess and so could your children. <laughs> However, if you are a listener who's known us throughout the years, we know we've talked to a lot of, uh, we've talked to a lot of our listeners. We know a lot of you have kids. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of you are moms. Some of you might be dads that love and, and just like that in Sex and City. But a lot of you probably have kids. And if you're in New York, you don't call them dads. If they listen to this podcast, they're daddies. They're daddies. <laughs> some of you might be daddies. So, <laughs> some, of you, some of you might be, hey, if we're talking about chess, some of you might be kings. <laughs> Go off, king. Go off, king. But no, I mean, if some of you are in New York, we teach in-person lessons. Uh 
Kevin, Kevin could teach your child chess, but we do tutoring. We have uh, in-person chess clubs, and you can you could book lessons through Chess at Three. That's Chess at the Number Three dot com. We teach digital lessons. We have a board game, Storytime Chess. But the reason we're talking so much about it is, I I think the demographic of the podcast is the same demographic of the company, mm-hmm. and it's all through fun, engaging stories. That said, um. Yeah, we could we we can keep this relationship going through the pod and we can talk about sex and city while we talk about chess. Another great thing uh, is the Queen's Gambit. You might yeah. watch Queen's Gambit. That's a big chess thing that blew up that I think is part of the reason the company is ch- chess is cool now. Everyone. Yeah, chess is cool. I've been a, I've been a dork. I've told people like years ago, I was like, I'm a chess teacher. Like, oh, that's cool. I don't know how to play chess. And I've had people now be like. Wow, what a cool job! And I'm like, th- that has not always been the case. Totally, it's it's um, it's like the rise of the nerds, like ten years ago, yeah, or to fifteen years ago, or whatever. Yeah, we do have another sponsor though today. Now, if you're not into teaching your kids chess, you may be into getting fucked up on tequila. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Queen's Gambit, you might be into substances, and that's why our other sponsor today, um, for our first few episodes, is uh, Patron Silver Tequila. That's right. Patron Silver Tequila, the same tequila you've seen uh, all over the place in clubs. And part of the reason Patron is sponsoring this is Patron is wanting you to celebrate. And just like that, with a cocktail they're calling the Silver in the City. We'll be having some of those later on the podcast. It's just like Cosmo, but it's made with tequila. Because let's be honest, it probably tastes better with Patron tequila. Oh, yeah. Cosmos, Cosmos aren't bad, but... I think that they were always like either too sweet or not sweet enough. And I think with tequila, it gives it it gives it more of like a like a Paloma or like a margarita kind of feel. Also, here, here's the thing. No shade on the on the Cosmo. But True. No I do think part of the reason why it got popular and was used in the show is not necessarily for the taste, but more for the aesthetic, the pink aesthetic That's right true. here. OK, so. We're gonna brighten it up with the little tequila, which I prefer tequila and mezcal. Yeah, I've made I've made some of my worst decisions on tequila and mezcal, mm-hmm. and that's why I prefer it. That's why we, that's why we <laughs> prefer to be sponsored by Patron Tequila. Yeah. Also, say in the I, I think in the Sex and the City universe, if they were going out these days, I bet they would drink mezcal and tequila. Yeah. Because since the 90s mezcal mezcal tequila has had such an explosion mm-hmm. and there's been like a mezcal tequila revolution started with tequila then went to mezcal. But I bet the ladies would be out drinking drinking margs, oh, drinking you, mezcal negronis. I feel like that's going to happen in this season. Probably you don't so. know why? You know that and espresso martinis. Wait, it, what? Because they're hanging out with Che. They're hanging out with Che. Che's just going to be like, and all the gr- the girls are just going to be like, I've never even, I've never even heard of tequila. What is it called? Mez- mezcal? She's like, in my culture, yeah. this is what we drink. She'll, she'll, there's going to be a she, she, she they. <laughs> I was going to say she being Charlotte. Okay. Be- <laughs> Char- I've already been practicing all morning. Job, I've been though. walking around Good making co- coffee, just being like. Got to get all my pronouns correctly. I have to do my warm ups. <laughs> what is there like a theater thing of like the lips, the tongue? <laughs> they the lips, lips, they, they tongue. They lips, they tongue. They teeth and they. <laughs> they lips, they tongue. They teeth and they tongue. <laughs> oh man, red leather, red leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. They neek through the work. They neek But Charlotte, but Charlotte would be like, you know, what what is mezcal? And then she would be like. Espadine, and then would explain the whole thing. What's of, that? Espadine is a type of mezcal. Oh, nice. Espadine. So, that's very good. Uh, someone just texted me and just said Che Pasa, and I was like, <laughs> I haven't watched the episode yet. And they said, put it as the background. Nice. So I don't know what that means, but it just says Che Pasa back there. Cannot wait. All, All right. right. Which let's go watch the episode. Listen, I this is uh, this is the final countdown for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, once we're doing and just like that, I I think we might be putting this whole thing to bed. Yeah. Um, was it, is that a weird way to announce it? I don't know if it's a weird way to announce it. I think people are probably now being like, what'd you just say? But I think this is a good time to give the structure. As someone who works in media as a media director, one thing, one thing that is very important is when you watch a YouTube video, for instance, they tell you, okay, 
Here's what we're doing today. I'm going to jump off a bridge. Here's what you're going to see in this video. Me die. Me die. <laughs> First of all, we're going to do this. Second of all, I'm going to die. But no, I think it's good to tell people what the season is going to be. And the season is going to be us watching. And just like that season two, we're going to have on some of our past guests, some of our new favorite comedy friends. Um, we're going to cover this show and we're going to have John on as well. We are going to talk about uh, Storytime Chess and Chess at Three because uh, they're, they're, our sponsor. they're our sponsor for the entire season. Um, we're going to let some of you, if you are into that for your children, that's great. We'll talk about that. And then um, you're right. At the end of this, the Bradshaw boys have had an amazing run covering all this. Uh, we might be on to greener, greener or maybe even just different trails. Different trails. Different so trails. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, write in. On our email, the Bradshaw Boys NYC at Gmail. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to us on Instagram. Get all of your questions and queries in. Let's enjoy this final run because after this, I think we're going to put the pod to bed, but we're super hyped to do this season with all of you. And it's time to go watch an episode. It's time to go watch the episode. It's always great when it, it's always great when a show is like the final season. Yeah, this is the final season. This is the final season of the this, Bradshaw Boys. This so is, let's have a great time. And listen... It's going to be like season six of Sex in the City. Mm -hmm. And then next year we'll do like the movie. It'll be like we come back and do the movie. Absolutely. And then we're going to be like 52 and it's time for Sex in the City <laughs> to the podcast, which is just our version being like, the people liked it back in the day. The Bradshaw boys. No, this is it. Um, One of us is going to leave Steve at that point. Okay. Um, if John was here, we'd already be done. Yeah, if John was here, yeah, if John, too bad John is out running a major company. So we're going to John ourselves. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to go watch the first episode of And Just Like That Season 2, and then we'll be back. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Just Like That Season 2, Episode 1 Met Cute. Carrie and her Sex in the City podcast producer, Franklin, settle into a comfortable, every Thursday hookup. But she gets uncomfortable when he invites her to a social event. Miranda adjusts to living in LA while Che works long hours and performs at clubs. Charlotte struggles to let Harry know she's taking someone else to the Met Gala. LTW gets stressed while juggling her creative and family life. Seema breaks up with Zed after learning he still lives with his ex-wife. Naya separated from Andre, calls him saying she wants a sexy FaceTime encounter, only to discover he is with a woman. And now, back to the boys. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And we're back. And just like that, season two, episode one in the books, Met Cute. That's the name of the episode. Met Cute. Because... Uh, cause like a meat cute is, um, a meat cute, a meat cute is like, it's like a rom-com okay. definition. And, uh, this is a met cute because, well, we got a lot of relationships going on and also, you know what else is going on? What? The Met Gala. The Met Gala. The Met Ball. The Met Ball. Oh, what's the difference? <clears throat> I don't know. I used did to work. They, did I they maybe to... just not? No, they mentioned Anna Wintour in it. Yeah. I kept thinking they were saying the Met Ball during it, but maybe it is, I mean it's it's Met Gala. It's the biggest fashion thing ever, you know. And they're all and the crazy thing about it is, it makes sense. I, I'm actually we'll, we'll get into breaking down the episode. I'm actually glad they're back into this because this was a Sex in the City thing. Um, somehow they're like all invited. Yeah, Which, remember at Sex in the City it would just be like the hottest club is opening tonight. Yeah. And it would be like, Ed Koch is there. And so, <laughs> and so are we. Like, I actually like the fact that it is now in this universe where it's like, what you, Steam is a realtor and she's at the Met Gala. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of cool because it's like, cool, they're all going. Like, yeah. That's pretty awesome. In the, yeah. 
Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> you know, you know it's going to be a good time if Daryl's there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Be for, like, for our listeners, hey, I thought the theme was white. <laughs> <laughs> He's a baseball player that did a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, here are just first thoughts. Jumping in, first thoughts. Yep. I would say that. Um. Excuse me. Um. Just that, man. The they cover they have to cover so much ground with all these characters it's crazy but at least they're attempting it at least they're attempting like they start off with the montage they start off with being like all right uh what we missed from last season zero yeah. pussy last season <laughs> that's true there were no sex there was crazy crazy little amounts of sex last season <laughs> there was a lot of just and like and that and no sex <laughs> there was no and that's right before season one came out it was like oh it's gonna it's gonna be cool because they're gonna be able to show like older women mm-hmm. even though like shows like golden girls did that but sex in the city was Blanche. like we're gonna talk openly about like what it's like to be in your thirties and a woman and 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 sex and then and just like that was like a chance to do it for older ladies and they're like no they won't be fucking at all it was like no Miranda will just be a sort of alcoholic yeah a part time <laughs> alcoholic yeah full time lawyer part time alcoholic that's Miranda's spinoff show <laughs> yeah just uh, yeah it was just like they're gonna go back to school for for their second careers they're gonna yeah. make more and different diverse friends. Uh, but no one is hooking up except for the one time we see Harry's penis and some and uh, from some studies that I've read and from some personal experience. Women, when they get older, sexual pride. What are you going to fist bump me for that? I was going to fist bump you You're for like, that. And then I didn't know if I didn't know if you were down. If you I'm were down. down if hey, you're listen, down. we all going to get older. And if someone's going to be their sexual prime, I will be. Dude, there I it. had I had a joke. I'll be tired. But I'll be there. I had a joke that never worked. I tried it so much. And it was it was just about how like my parents are happily married. Uh-huh. And I would get the whole audience, like find someone in the audience whose uh, f- parents were like happily married for how long. Mm-hmm. And then and then talk about imag- like making them imagine their parents having sex <laughs> and how they must be having really great sex. And just the whole it, I would try to get it to work but people would just start thinking about the parents having sex and then I would be like think that was like funny and just it would bomb every time <laughs> at the end people were like yeah just like it's I don't want to think about that I'm like yeah that's the joke they're like yeah but I don't I don't want I don't want to so the whole point being guess what they're fucking now hey. married hey dating hey. like these people are all are all well no 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 no, no. sorry um least Todd Wexley um and, and Charlotte and uh and Harry and, and Sarah C- Jessica Parker and then che- and then Che was just assaulting Miranda in a hot tub. <laughs> it looks like Lord. she was she looks like she was just like in a wrestling match, just going fucking trying to pin her down, be like yeah. three, two, one. I know Miranda's just back and Che Che is just like Che was you're right. It, especially the way the shot was, it was kind of like that showgirls shot. Have you ever seen the crazy the crazy sex pool scene in Showgirls? No. It's insane. It's like like arms and everything but like miranda was like that almost like miranda was trying to get out of the hot tub yeah and Che was just like full force also just like face in miranda's like stomach like from the where the shot was yeah it's like i don't even know what's happening here sexually yeah <laughs> just the, just the miranda's Jay's putting Jay's putting full force press uh, yeah it's it's funny to set set che up as like this like sexual like uh like maestro (laughs) (laughs) yes maestra maestro maestro they and uh but then anytime you've seen che like do anything sexual maestrix i think maestrix it's like it's yeah like latinx maestrix but it's been it's just been like the most aggressive sexual th- it reminds always. me of like of always like when the i like fingered a girl in high school and thought it was a good job and it was really just like that hurt <laughs> just <laughs> just just one full pile driver <laughs> the girl's just like oh in the moment like that felt good and then yeah, yeah literally a-, a week later being like 
that hurt. My sister said you did it wrong. I'm like, I'm sorry. There is a there. <laughs> I is, was doing the Che. I was doing the Che. <laughs> the Che. What's it called? The Che system. Yeah. Well, there is. A, you know, we we need we need to we need to talk about breaking down the episode. And these are some deep waters that I'm gonna like stick a toe in and then get out. Mm-hmm. But there is a thing about Che where Che is Che is non-binary. Che is. Uh, I would say Che defines themselves as a little undefinable Mm -hmm. but then there are some characteristics that come out that feel very like college male masculinity choices yeah yeah, yeah. just being like that's how i have sex and it's like yeah yeah, it's feels very very aggressive and uh and there's no care taking place (laughs) and like i don't know maybe i don't understand Yeah, yeah i'm just saying like it's there. Mm-hmm. There seems to be on a spectrum. It's lean. It, it, things are leaning one way. I'm like, I'm like, listen, you're you're aggressively aligning with the male gender role by how bad you are at sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, let's get into a quick overview of the episode. That's a very good take. Okay, so like you said, a lot of things happening. Opening montage. Uh, everyone's kind of in relationships. One of my favorite things is uh. I think it's uh I think it's Lisa Todd Wexley's husband, um, George Washington from Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He uh he when he like looks in the bedroom and her, he's like, you just it it, it sounds like there's like and he's like, oh damn, damn girl. But there's everyone is kind of into you know has stuff going on. Carrie is now with her podcast podcast guy. They're hooking up, Salt mm-hmm. and Pepper podcast guy. Um, Seema is with Abel's. Everywhere Seema is must stink of old cigarettes. That dude has a glass ashtray on the bed. Smoking indoors now. Nobody smokes indoors in 2023. I know. It's funny. I I think cigarettes are kind of back in that way, but no one has. That's just such a prop styling thing of like, let's get an 80s glass ashtray and have him smoke on satin sheets indoors. Yeah. No, she's a realtor. She's not smoking. She's like, she's like, oh, that's gross. I have to show this place in three hours. Can you not do that? Uh, Miranda and Che hot tubbing it up. Lisa Todd Wexley and her husband, Uh, Charlotte and Harry still getting it on. Um, And then uh, Nia Wallace not getting it on. Nia Wallace is Netflix and chilling alone. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Max and chilling. Max and chilling. Max. Hey, listen, if you open the HBO Max app, let me tell you this. It won't work and we won't delete it and we won't merge it. Yeah. Download Max. Download Max. Download Max. So, yeah, that's what's going on with everyone. A lot of stuff to get through because there's so many characters. Yeah. They're they're juggling a lot of uh, they're juggling a lot of. It's the gathering of the jugglings. Yeah. 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 Um, What do you where do you want to dive into? Because there's some things that cross over um carrie uh, let's start with carrie yeah carrie so carrie is hooking up with her podcast producer we saw them the end of season one kiss in the elevator and now carrie has been like we kissed in the elevator now we sleep together on thursdays yeah i think um i think this was it kind of reminded me of uh of uh the plot of train wreck mm-hmm. of just like um which i thought was a a great movie mm-hmm. and like a great like flipping the script like the guys pursuing the girl and being like right i don't want anything serious because remember when um or the girl's pursuing the guy no no no. well in train wreck she hooks up with bill Hader oh, and then he, oh, when oh, he yeah, calls oh, yeah. her bill Hader's pursuing the relationship yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and he when she calls and she's like oh and so it's that sort of thing i thought it was like a really good classic carrie bradshaw thing of being like i'm trying to hook up I'm trying to have sex like a man. I'm trying to have sex like a man. I'm just trying to hook up with this guy at work. Right. And how do you do that? And it's it's realistic. And also she's like, like, I just killed my husband a few months ago. I can't get into a relationship again. I just, I'm, I just I'm part of a class action lawsuit with Peloton right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a lot on my plate. I I am literally... Um, Try. I'm. I'm. Have a court date next week with the wealth <laughs> management fund that Big was in charge of to try and get my five hundred million dollars. I've got a ten a.m. with Bain Capital. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. And they do. I mean, thankfully they do Google Meets because my Zoom has been acting up. Yeah. But we have we we've got a lot to get through. Um. But I thought it was like a good Carrie Bradshaw way to, um, just ask the question like, what do you do? Yeah. Because I've I've experienced with some people that are older and out of a relationship, mm-hmm. out of a big one, and are are not like it's not the same as when you're like 24 and be like what are we gonna do yeah it's like someone who's holding it's like i'm divorced like i'm i'm not looking to fall in love or i'm not looking to get married right now yeah. i'm like looking for a more mature situationship or whatever mm-hmm. Ooh, i like that situationship have you heard that i have heard it I i've heard it i've, I've heard, heard it, it in the a, a lot of the zoomers i've heard it's a situation i think that was like the someone on tiktok heard friends with benefits and they're like hold on hold on yeah we can we can brand this more and, and i'm like listen listen don't act like you fucking figured that out we <laughs> invented benjolina that's ben affleck and angelina jolie when they were together they never were together i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> who was it it was it was it was uh bradgelina Bradgelina. yeah Bradgelina. but i like benjolina because that hey you know what that is and benifer Benifer, yeah. Benjolina is just shipping them in an alternate universe. Yeah, exactly. that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? We invented that. You yeah. think you invented shipping? No, we invented that. No, we... Also, Stan, that was our song first. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but dear Carrie, also I think the um, I thought that when Char- a nice nod to the universe that they're building. Mm-hmm. When Charlotte is just like, how big is his dick? Oh, and then yes. she's like, that's very Samantha. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you're going to lose all your power if you sleep with someone at work. Yeah. And then she's like, that's very Miranda. And it was uh, it, it was good. It was a good way to just be like it was, to start the show off with a montage. And then this little conversation that's kind of just like, hey, the four girls. Yeah. You know, I think they are they are actively trying to do two things at once which is tough they are trying to they are trying to bring things back to nods to sex in the city yeah which they they spent the first six episodes of the last show like being like this is not sex in the city and now they're trying to bring it back and also they're trying to bring it into new territory so that that was a nice nod like it was it definitely felt like the line it's like we get in the line about the other ladies and we move on to current life. Yeah. But it is. It's like, a, it's a nice knot. And they're walking through the West Village, you know, like. And it's like, just, just answer the question. How big is it? How big is it? Because the way that she was like dancing around it, it's like, you know, that dude's rocking a tiny pecker. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's like, just answer it. Because I, because if you want to know about Harry's, he's got a freaking hog. Dude, Harry, Harry is rocking. And you not answering oh. it just makes me think, Harry, that, that this is this. This dude is like, I'm going to produce podcasts because I'm dude. people that, that work on podcasts have tiny dicks. Yeah. We know <laughs> it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. Harry's rocking a, a huge, huge law. Like, yeah. Yeah. Big old law dong. Law dong. Law dong. And if you work and part of that isn't due to it's it's just because see all these wires and all the electronics mm-hmm. those shrink your penis over years and we've been doing this podcast for so long that <laughs> there's so many the electrical fields the electrical fields and the lights and everything yeah once we added video yeah. to this the even smaller yeah so we know this guy has a tiny <laughs> micro penis due to his work in the podcasting community franklin franklin has a tiny dong <laughs> is that his name franklin? franklin yeah um franklin has a small frank yeah, small Frank, and uh, that's due to his work in the podcasting. Yeah, that's what happens. So, yeah. um, but the conflict that is also coming up with her and Franklin is Franklin, like you said, it's getting a little closer. Uh, and then also he's like, "Hey, I got a friend that does a bourbon brand. Um, maybe you want to come to their opening on Tuesday. Tuesday's Matt Gala. Mm. Carrie, now is it a thing where she's like, I can't miss Matt Gala. Also." he is bringing up this other thing of I want to get closer or maybe it's casual or I don't know. And someone's like, and then Bobby Lee, you know, says a carry like, well, did you not define this? I actually really like the way that Bobby Lee is like played as such a dumb stoner, but asked very good questions. Yeah. yeah, Like he has like the clearest relationship stuff, which is really cool. Um, 
But yeah, th- I think one thing that, and this can get us into talking about some other people, one thing that they are doing in the show, which I think is good, is they're starting what they did in Sex and City. They're starting to make the themes come around. Mm-hmm. So Carrie, you know, has a question on the podcast about like, where is this going? Is it a more serious relationship? Immediately, uh, Franklin walks in and is like, do you want to go to this thing? And then it's like, oh, the question she has is also going into her relationship. And then also she calls Che and Miranda and is like, is this more than sex? As Miranda is putting on some new gear. And then Miranda's like, is this just sex? So the themes are starting to come around. Yeah. And the thing with the thing with gear it's just weird it's like i would want if i was getting with with sexual things i i don't want to mix like i feel like whenever i see someone getting into like like she was putting all this like leather on mm-hmm. like big dildo and all this stuff mm-hmm. i strap don't on, strap on yeah she's strapping it on i don't want to mix like she just reminded me of um of like cyclist culture <laughs> and sex. It's just like you're unboxing stuff and you're you, trying to put stuff you got together. You clip shoes on. Yeah, yeah. And you you're just in. like, yeah, I'm I'm ready to clip in. You're wearing for some for some reason you're wearing like a you're wearing a singlet onesie that is branded by four different things. Yeah, it's like super colorful. It's got a you have a Nesquik logo on it for no reason. <laughs> and you're just like and then all of a sudden you're ready and you put it you you put on your glasses you're like, "All right, I'm ready for sex." <laughs> like it's like the stupidest thing. It's so like I was just like, "Where's I don't know. It's just like trying to gear up." I mean, it's as you said, we have enough gear with putting the podcast together. Yeah. Like once wanna... you get all that ready, you're like, all right, now I'm hard. <laughs> time, f- time for f- it's it's just like silly. Time to be time to be intimate and unbound as well. <laughs> exactly. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. It's yeah. way too much. Um, it does that, I think. Bring... And if and if you're into that sort of stuff, I just want you to know you're a fucking loser. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally I'm totally, you need you that's probably why there are classes for that to yeah. just be like listen this is a lot all right you don't want to worry about the buckles yeah and uh and and you don't want to get like and you have to make sure you know where the the keys are yeah if you you're keep someone locked up yeah just all that stuff but I'm I'm more of a flesh guy yeah I'm just like classic 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 take the clothes off I'm already geared out yeah taking the clothes off and then having to put stuff back on yeah, it's true. just a costume change. Yeah, what is this Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of speaking of Broadway, speaking of Broadway performers, let's dive a little bit into the world of Che. Che and Miranda are in Che Pasa. Che Pasa. That, we know what Che Pasa is now. Che Pasa is your new che, favorite show on Peacock. Che, che Pasa. Man, I can't wait for half a season of that <laughs> before the Hollywood Reporter article comes out and says. Uh, literally, we're not going to air the last six episodes. It will be it'll be buried on a streaming service. It'll be, yeah, we already shot it, but because it's it's better as a tax write off. <laughs> yeah, Chase also got Batgirled. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, am I making this up? Hold on, I'm I'm going to Google it before I say it because I feel like it's uh, I feel like it has been out there. I don't I know love if I that the, this. Remember the guy that wore all of the question marks. Uh-huh. Uh, and would help you get all the money off your taxes. I, I love. Oh, yeah, I love that they are the writer for Che Pasa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so Che, Che, dude, that's so true. So Che, yeah, Che is doing a fitting for their new podcast, not podcast, for their new TV show, and Che's writer comes out. Um, who? Who is the actor that plays the the writer? All right, I'm gonna go up. If this is if you're watching the video, uh, this is yeah. Look at this. That. <laughs> I'll post it. I'll post it on the Instagram. But it's just uh, it's Abby 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 McEnany is the is the um, the former, but it's BD. That's the name of the writer. Okay, BD and BD comes out while Che is trying on. Some costume changes for Che Pasa. It's a smart blazer with some uh, some with some pra- plastic frills around the lapel. And I will say, I will say, 
I feel like the writers they're in, they're in a tough position with Che because they know that Che became like literally like a, f- a national like phenomenon mm-hmm. in a meme. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what national phenomenon means now. It's a meme, but um, I I felt like it was it was a great way to uh, reintroduce Che in this thing to just be like put the thing on and just be like, "Hey, America, I'm non-binary, dude," and it was like. It was funny. It was also like a wink. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was very much, it was very much like Che kind of, it was very Che. It was Che talking about how no one will understand this. This is what. Uh, Hey, America, I'm non binary. Also, it's like if there was ever a Che ventriloquist doll, that is what it would say. I was going to. I was going to look for music when I put up the the reel. I was going to look for music that was like. We, we have to remix that reel. We have to we have to do one of those things where you swipe and everything is a different. It's a different tagline on that. Yeah, America, I'm non-binary. The BD comes in and then it's like, oh, they don't like the jacket. And then it's like, as your writer, there there's a very like. <sighs> It feels like that this is written for people that, and it probably is for people that like have never, that don't un, that don't know how TV shows are made. Because mm-hmm. there is a thing where it's like, if this is Che's, and maybe I think it's supposed to be like, if this is Che's big, big TV show, this is how rough the industry is. You're paired with some writer that looks like the question mark suit guy. That also kind of looks like a human version of the McDonald Land gang. Yeah. Like, doesn't it seem like that'd be the mayor of like Hamburger Land or something like that? Yeah. And <clears throat> and just gets to come in and tell the costume designer what the care like. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm the writer. And this, like if it's Che's show, Che would be calling a lot of the shots and would probably pair themselves up with a writer who they like get along with. Yeah. Because whose show is it? It's Che Passa. Yeah, so, show. so then why would the yeah the writer would just be like, you got to wear the mag- magician's coat. Yeah, totally. I think that there's probably a thing that's like, once you get to Hollywood, like you lose all the control yeah. that you had. Yeah. But dude, how funny would it be if one of the writers on this show just went up to Sarah Jessica Parker and tried to pull that shit? <laughs> you got to wear this. She's like, why? This looks like, yeah, a ventriloquist quote. And Sarah, Sarah, you have to wear this as your writer. Yeah, as <laughs> as your writer, I think you need, I think you need to wear this takedown hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, but um, but yeah, Che is having some tough times with Che Passa. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Did I dream this, or is George Lopez gonna be Che's father? Uh, Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. In Che Passa, George Lopez needs to be Che's father. In the in the, oh, I guess that's where Tony Danza is going to be the father. To- Tony Danza. That it, is Tony Danza the, Che's actual father. In the show. In the show. In the show. I think. Okay. In in Che's real life, George Lopez needs to be the father. Yeah. I mean, George Lopez had <laughs> a show that was very. Uh, didn't he have like yeah I George's say, life or something? Well, he had um, <clears throat> the George Lopez show. Okay. But that was he, kind of like um it was it was kind of like his everybody loves Raymond. But then he had the um he had the new show called Lopez versus Lopez where it's him and his daughter. Yeah. And it is very much like I don't understand what twerking is. Yeah, yeah. It's very much just like, like Dad, and, let's we're gonna stay in an Airbnb. And he's like, When I was a kid, this was just called a hotel. When I was a kid, this was crashing on your friend's couch. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Um um, but, but yeah, then, it's just about him being disconnected. Chase, Chase doing sets, dude. Chase going comedy, to the store. Chase at the comedy store. This is we talked about this about Chase. I mean, I guess Chase is Chase is a comic bro. I'm not misgendering yeah, yeah, yeah. them, but I'm like Chase is a comic bro. In that Chase is like, you better get the strap on, figured out because I got to set at the store in ten minutes. But then also takes stand up really is like I'm at work. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I I wonder who I wonder what comedians like really think that way. They're like, I'm at work. It's like, no, you're not. You're like trying to find other pussy to yeah. finger. Yeah. In a kitchen. <laughs> um, but uh it's it's just like a weird a weird way to talk about like what Chase values are because it's like you're smoking weed, you take like a comedy club wouldn't be that way. I know. Um, um, also Che, I, 
I will say this. I was going to hate on it. And then I think it's actually pretty smart. Um, Chase said, was like, I'm so lazy in Los Angeles. I took an Uber from my kitchen to my bathroom. And I was like, all right, that's my time. And I will say like, not the greatest joke, but also when you try to write real jokes for TV, for something like that, it never goes well. Mm -hmm. So they do just kind of write the joke where Che is like, all right, I got to go. I think they did a... You know, it's like yesterday I took an Uber from my bathroom to my bedroom. Yeah. It was way too expensive. Um, and that is my time. Thank you so much, everybody. You've been so great. Thank you. That's the set. Hey, what does this guy say? Oh. Out here in LA filming their TV pilot. Hey, Jay. Any part for a white guy? <laughs> <laughs> that dude is just another white guy comedian. I think here's the here's the deal. If you think that that was poorly written, I've got news for you. Not too far off of what a comedy club is like. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is actually very accurate. Um any part for a white guy dude come on our pod yeah we gotta have that guy as a guest on our pod let's find out who that dude is and get him as a guest yeah um we have so much more to cover and we don't have a lot of time that's fine um uh um okay um so okay sema hey boss hey boss sema finds out that not only is this dude smoking indoors um he is also living with his ex with their son he's like i live on the first floor they live on the second and third but see him i think that dude's done yeah we're never gonna see him again really maybe that's maybe not maybe we will see him again maybe maybe it's like hey can't you be open i would like to see sema get into a couple of relationships yeah three to chattery we met her met her in the street amazing actress amazing person want to see more of her not just with this dude yeah yeah i think yeah i think maybe Maybe one more episode, but maybe, maybe that's it. Episode. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like start it, starting up a new thing. Yeah. Uh, um, Nia Wallace and Andre, she FaceTimes him. That's that's the one that um, I just wish that the... I wish... I I guess she was drunk, so it's like it made sense. Yeah. Um, But I don't... As a guy, I don't think the guy would be like, Oh, you FaceTime me? Hey, look at the really hot girl that I'm doing music with. I think he would. I think he would not be like I'm in a hotel with a hot girl from Nashville helping her write a song at nine o'clock. Like I feel like you just you under the radar, just like I'm just doing some music. Like with who? Like with another musician. That's like, and then the girl says something in the background, and it's like, who is that? Yeah. And then it's like you wouldn't need to see the girl to get jealous. Yeah, totally. If anything, like less is just like. Like who, who was it? I don't think, I don't think any, any guy in his right mind would be like, look, look at the, you know what I mean? No. You'd be like, also from like a TV standpoint, it's like, you never show the Cloverfield monster. Like, I guess you did need yeah. to show the the 28 year old girl in the hat. Yeah. But there's kind of more of a thing where if you just heard her on the other line, that make like, you way more jealous, way more jealous. Cause you don't know <clears throat> you like, you don't know what's happening. Okay. I actually just, I have to disagree myself now. I feel like maybe he did that because he has nothing to hide. Uh, that's true. That is true. I do think their relationship is maybe in the safest place and maybe the most realistic because I think it just shows that like stuff is hard. Mm-hmm. They're trying mm-hmm. to get pregnant. He's like, I'm on the road working and you're right. It's like, I think he has nothing to hide. Yeah. And he, I think he's literally like, I'm not screwing around with other women. I'm just, I'm busy. I'm working. I want to come home. And then she's like, I am genuinely bored and sad and jealous. And I'm wearing, taking a break. And I'm wearing your favorite panties underneath this also full thing. I don't understand lingerie that much, but the fact that she had a full, I understand enough to know that that is not, that's not exciting for a guy to be like, Oh, you're wearing my favorite panties and a bathing suit on top. <laughs> also, they're yellow and red. You got ketchup and mustard going on. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, babe. You are incredibly beautiful. What are yeah. You doing? Yeah. Um, I'm a sexy little hot dog, aren't I? <laughs> Get in here. Yeah. You want to lick this French's off me? <laughs> it's the yellow mustard. Um, Spank me on my Heinzy. Uh, Heinz. 
Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. 57 varieties of sex. <laughs> uh, uh, do you think... Um, I, one thing that I want to touch on, we don't have to go too far in it, but like, don't you think it's cool that rock dresses like Pete Davidson? Yeah. Rock is Pete Davidson. Rock is Pete Davidson. Rock, I think is the coolest, coolest person on the show. Yeah. Rock is just just like like, checkered bucket hat. Yeah. Like rock. I can't wait till rock comes into the kitchen one day with machine gun. Kelly (laughs) (laughs) Me and machine gun are just going to go down and get a tat. It's up. It's lit. (laughs) Yeah. Rock's the best. Um, our, our boy, uh, the cream cheese poppy, got a bagel shout out today. Dude, yes. She's like, if he doesn't get his everything bagel, what's it, is he mad? Yeah, he's like, he's like livid. He's just yeah. like, we, we can't do this anymore, Charlotte. He just fucking throws shit. Where's my fucking bagel? Also, I love that he was going to go to the Met Gala dressed as the Monopoly man. Yeah. With the top hat. So excited. What what a what a perfect little dad dork he is. He's so much. Yeah. Also, we got, I know that we're just like rapid fire wrapping it up, but like we also got uh stanford shout out which yeah it was really cool it was like oh my friend stanford sent me this kimono from japan which was very sweet yeah yeah the stanford stanford shout out was nice i forgot because i was like i wondered i forgot what they did with it um and i wonder what they will do i guess those characters will just like live on yeah in- anthony was talking about and this became a thing in the episode that he was blowing a guy and then it was like tap 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 i'm not into this and mm-hmm. that became a thing where he kept getting tapped out but i think it's like anthony's Maybe was always on the prowl, but is like yeah. very much back on the prowl. <laughs> yeah, definitely back on the prowl. This is the season that he gets he gets me tooed. Possibly, dude. From the hot, from and the hot fellas, it, he gets he gets me tooed by the hot fellas, but he he doesn't go down because he doesn't apologize. He just has a rant. He's just like he's like in my day, this was fucking fine. Then like and then people get like way on his side. They're yeah. just like it's gone too far. Yeah, and it's like a men's rights activist, but gay. <laughs> So people get really into him because they're like, no, 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 he's not a straight guy. He's just a gay dude. What if Anthony goes on Rogan this this season? Anthony goes on Rogan. He's like, this woke stuff's driving me nuts. I just want to suck dick. Leave me alone. Rogan's so confused. He's like, do you want to smoke this joint with me? I I think you're going too far, dude. Dude, this is too much. This is too much. You need to, to, bro, you need to get a little more sensitive. (laughs) I would love that. Um. I one thing that I thought was very cool, LTW, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's doing this documentary, super famous woman. Uh they wrap the whole thing up with I remember what it is. I'm sorry, Chris Jackson. Ooh, I'm right sorry, there. Chris Jackson. But the shot of her walking across and him carrying the train of her dress while oh, she's yeah. got the like Hellraiser mask on. Yeah. That it, was pretty dope. That was pretty amazing. And that was great, like Costume designer, shout out. You follow us on Instagram. Shout out to them because you guys rocked. That was incredible. Yeah. That was probably so fun to shoot. Yeah. And totally. like as epic as, and just like that. And Sex in the City always are with like the um, Molly Rogers and Danny Santiago, the costume designers. Shout out to you. Uh, listen, we have to run. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll have uh, more out. Go get on our Patreon. We'll have a Patreon episode up soon. Yep. And uh, thank you, guys. This is going to be a super fun season. And thank you to Patron. Thank you to Patron. Right here, a silver in the city. Drink a silver in the city. It's the new Cosmo made with Patron tequila. Thank you to Storytime Chess. Uh, look up Storytime Chess, Chess at 3. And um, we'll have the we'll have episode 2 episode out next week. Two episodes drop. Episode 2 episode out will be next week. And then we'll do episode 3. Super glad to be back, everybody. Peace. Peace. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.